Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be. If you needed to rest and relax, I hope you did that. And if you needed to be productive AF, as always, I hope you did that too. My weekend was a great one. Despite being sick as a dang dog, you can probably hear it. It might be one of those things that only I can hear, but I'm still congested. This year, my immune system has been getting its ass kicked. (laughs) Holy crap. I started to get a little sick at the end of the week. Um... And then I checked it up to just like allergies because like my ears were really itchy and my throat was really itchy. And then it just dominoed into a full blown, terrible cold that I am finally beginning to come out on the other side of. But I watched a new series in bed despite being sick. I watched The Bear on Hulu and it was really, really good. Wow. Really great show. At the end, I very rarely get to the end of a show and go, dang, I wish I had a few more episodes, but I got to the end of episode eight and it ended and I was like, what the heck? I wanted more. It was so good. And it was a beautiful story too. Um, but we also went out and we picked tulips on Sunday. They're my favorite flower. And it was just a really beautiful day. It was a little warm outside. We took Yoko, big mistake. She, um, she was not feeling it. But the day was really fun. Uh, But anyway, this week on the Potty Pod, I wanted to talk about time, specifically when it comes to meal prepping. One of the most common excuses I hear when it comes to anything related to cooking is, I don't have the time. Chantel, in Sheetrician, it's one of the like top three trending topics (laughs) of the program. It's the one subject I'm really hard on my girls about because nine times out of 10, It's a crock of booty, but it's not your fault because chances are your relationship with eating healthier likely has been time consuming. And if you don't have the mindset tools that I give my babes in my own weight loss program and that I touch on here on force of habit, then meal prepping or cooking in general probably is a time suck. And that's only because you don't know how to manage your time effectively, not because meal prepping itself is time consuming. Um, And also too, like I also always like to just before we even start change the frame of reference when we talk about things that are time consuming because it's always so interesting to me that when we're scrolling our phone for hours and hours when we talk about that we're not like oh it's so time consuming it's like oh three hours went by and I was just scrolling tiktok oh we don't talk about it being time consuming when we're doing like things that um you know, like going to work, even though like it is time consuming because it's such a big part of your day. When you talk about work, you're just like, yeah, I went to work. I got off work. I'm so happy to be off. But you're not like, oh, work is so time consuming. And so I always like to change the frame of reference when we even like talk about things that we have to do to lose weight or things that we want to implement to start feeling healthier, um, to start changing how you think about it and how you talk about it. Because uh, something I'm always telling my babes in nutrition, like if your screen time does not say zero hours this week on like Instagram or TikTok, I do not want to hear that anything is time consuming because it's all just about our priorities, right? 
and how we manage the time that we have and how we make room for the things that help us not only get to our goals, but also help us feel better along the process. Um, anyway, I don't even remember what my full point was, but whatever. The chicken nuggets are, <laughs> are back. I'm sure it'll hit me in a second. Or maybe I did end up making my point. I don't know. I'm still sick, guys. Forgive me. But the chicken nuggets are back today. I'm going to give you three really great nuggets, hacks, tips, and perspective shifts that can help you look at eating healthier for yourself um, easier, but also to make your weight loss easier so that you can begin to practice leaving the excuse, I have no time in the dust. Oh, that was my point. So like when we talk about things that are time consuming, I think we put a negative spin on cooking when really cooking is something that really um, benefits us. So when I was talking about like scrolling and working and how we don't look at that as time consuming, we don't really look at it as time consuming because it's like work gives us money. So even though it technically is time consuming because it's such a big part of your day, it's like whenever I get paid when you're scrolling, you know, the socials for hours and hours, that's not time consuming because it's entertaining, right? Um, but we look at things that we do to to lose weight that oftentimes also brings us better health as time consuming. So I think if we start to really question why that is, why is it that I look at something that makes me feel better, that um, helps me hit my goals, whether that's physical goals, health goals, whatever, easier, why am I looking at that as a time suck? And nine times out of 10, it's a lot of the stuff that diet culture has conditioned in us to believe that we have to be perfect, that we have to like ditch all of our favorite foods. And so we just don't want to do it. And so because we don't want to do it, we stamp the label that it's time consuming. When in reality, it's no more time consuming than other things, everyday things that we do in our lives. It's just the label that we attach to it. Um, yeah, I think that was my point. It's a good point, too. <laughs> uh, but chicken nugget number one is that straight out the gate, you don't need to have to cook if you don't want to. Huh? Let y'all know. You are me. You do not have to cook to lose weight. You don't have to cook to eat healthier. So anytime I'm doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and nutrition on our weekly weight loss open coaching calls, and the person I'm coaching is at a plateau, maybe even gaining, I always ask why. And they say, well, I just don't have the time, Chantel. And my response is always, what does that have to do with you overeating? What does you having a busy day or having no time have to do with you sitting down at lunch and eating past the point of being comfortably full and then doing it again at dinner and then doing it again through the day as you're eating snack after snack, knowing that you're not hungry. What does that have to do with you not having time? And they're always like gobsmacked and there's always like a long silence and they're like, nothing. <laughs> I always feel like I'm, like I'm getting on to Bexley and I'm like, Sometimes Bexley does this thing now where if she's like trying to argue about something and we make like me or Otis, we make a really good point. She'll pause for a second and she'll go, true. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes when I'm coaching, like that's kind, kind of the epiphany that they have. They're like, oh, yeah, true. Um, but absolutely nothing is the answer. And I'm going to tell you the same exact thing. You can eat Taco Bell for the rest of your days if you want to. It'll probably feel like shit, but <laughs> you could do it. And if your goal is weight loss and you only eat when you're hungry and you stop when you're comfortably full, not stuffed, not burping uncontrollably, not ready to take a nap in the car at work, but comfortably full, you could lose weight all day, every day. I always say, 
the what of your food is important for health, longevity, to feel better. But in the beginning, going from not cooking a single day out of the week to becoming Martha Stewart in the kitchen is just not happening. And I think that is something, I know that is something that so many coaches and nutritionists and other just weight loss programs that I see, or even just like Instagram and TikTok accounts that I see, they miss. They shame people for not eating healthy, but something that we always have to keep in mind is how our brains work when it comes to forming new habits. It does not happen overnight, and that is just neuroscience. You have to train yourself to begin to cook more, to begin to want to cook more over time. It is not black and white, and I think so many other weight loss programs out there do so many women and men too, a massive disservice because then people start to feel like there's something wrong with them. Like they can't be consistent. Like, like they're missing the motivation, you know, bug. Oh, they must just not want it enough. And it's like, no, you're just working against neuroscience. And, you know, some people can probably do it, but the mass majority of people cannot go from eating fast food all day, every day, door dashing queen to cooking every single night for the rest of their lives. It's just, it's not going to happen. It didn't happen for me and it doesn't happen for a lot of babes in nutrition. And that's the point. It has to be a gradual change. And so that alone determines or like not determines, but deters a lot of women from starting at all. But the truth is, you don't have to cook at all, especially, especially in the beginning. I have so many women in nutrition who don't even look at the meal plans or the meal planner. Like sometimes when, um, you know, I'm, I'm coaching someone and they're thinking about leaving the program, they're like, I just don't have the time to do these recipes or to cook. And I'm like, well, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to even go to that section of your membership if you don't want to. It's just a tool. It's there if you are someone who wants to cook from home to make it easier, right? To give you inspiration, to give you meals that are already balanced for you to help create your grocery list, um, create your Instacarts for you. It takes a big chunk of it off your plate. If you want to cook from home, if you don't, you could, you know, do a meal prep service. You could eat out every single chance you get. There are so many women who just like don't look at the meal planner, don't give a shit about the, the meal plans. They're there for the coaching, the community, the support, the structure. And in fact, phase three of my program, we call it the core six, which are the core six nutrition strategies that you need for weight loss period. Everything else you can drop in the dust. It teaches them how to lose weight without counting calories or tracking heavily. And they are strategies that you can use without cooking a single thing if they don't want to. And I touch on a lot of them in this very podcast. So the first step is meal prepping when you have no time is truly understanding that overeating has nothing to do with your lack of time to cook. You can eat Chick-fil-A morning, noon, and night. And if you are in a slight deficit, you will lose weight. And you'll also feel better if you've been overeating. Always have your hunger and fullness. And as time goes on, you just begin to stack those wins and you stack slightly better eating decisions on top of them, which brings me into chicken nugget uh, number two, which is like nugget number one's like sister, keep it simple. Oh my God, why do y'all think y'all have to make everything from scratch and overbuy at the grocery store when you know dang well that food is gonna rot in your fridge by the end of the week? 
in the beginning, I always, what do I call this? I do call it like overcommitting at the grocery store, but I call it something in nutrition. I can't even remember what it is, but it's like when you get bit by the health bug and you're like, oh my God, it's like a Sunday. You know, the week is in, in front of you. There's so much possibility. And you're like, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to cook everything. I'm going to feel amazing. You know, I'm going to work out five days this week. I'm, I'm, I might go hire a trainer. And then Tuesday gets here and you're like, eh, we'll try again next week. And it's like, because you guys, <laughs> you're overcommitting at the start of the week mentally, yes, but also in your plan. And so when that happens, as the week goes on and you keep not doing the stuff that you've planned, you just start to feel all of this guilt, all of the shame, all of this disappointment. And then it lingers and you end up spiraling by the end of the week. And then you get bit by the health bug again on Sunday when a new week is in front of you and there's so much possibility and you do the same thing. So one of the biggest ways you can avoid this is to keep it simple, like keep it simple, especially in the beginning, especially in the beginning. And that's really who I'm talking, you know, to, um, you know, this podcast really is for anyone who does want to lose weight and wants to, you know, eat healthier and all of those things. But I'm really speaking to the women who have done all the things a million times over and they just feel like they can't get it right. So they're always a beginner. Every single time they decide they want to lose weight, it's like you feel like you don't know how to do it. You don't know what to do. You know, you're trying a new diet, trying a new program because you're on the search for more knowledge. But that's not the reason that you're stuck. Um, so anyway, back to my point, we do a lot of like budget trainings in nutrition because this is real life. And no matter the amount of money you make, having a budget is really important. And you always want to optimize it every chance you get. And so one of the best ways to not only save yourself time, but also money, especially in the beginning, as you're learning how to be a better and faster and more efficient cook in the kitchen is to keep it simple. And so I teach a rule of two in nutrition. And speaking of that, really quick side point, because you know I have to make a million of those in every episode, cooking is a skill. It is a skill just like learning how to, you know, not turn your laundry pink, learning how to clean properly, learning how to tie your shoes, how to ride a bike. It is something that you get better at the more you do it. And so in the beginning, if cooking is taking a little longer than what you want to, one, of course, spread out your day so that you actually aren't, you know, cooking every single day. You're just trying it out once or twice a week. But understand that it's not going to be that way forever. In the beginning of me cooking, I was the person who was just like, I'm just going to try to cook from here on out. Obviously didn't work. But it would take me like three hours <laughs> to like you know, prep a few meals out because I didn't know what I was doing, right? I, I I was learning how to cook. I didn't even know how to saute or sear anything. Like it was just a mess. But I committed to it and just showing up and trying and trying and, and watching YouTube videos and reading recipes and, and reading the notes and seeing how people did things. And I got better and better and better as time goes on. And now I know it's weird because it's also what I do for my job. But one of my favorite hobbies is to like just cook. And a lot of the things that I cook, I don't post in nutrition, or not a lot of the things, but like some things that I cook during the week, I don't post in nutrition because it's just me being creative on the plate. Like I'm like trying to plate things like a five-star restaurant, you know, I'm getting, <laughs> I recently just bought these like plating uh, 
tools and techniques like this little saucier spoon and like tweezers and I'm growing my own microgreens and I can plate things pretty. It's like a hobby of mine, like painting or, you know, people like to go hike. I like to just cook and make the plate really pretty. It's like art. And so, you know, three years ago, if you told me that I was going to do that in my freaking free time, I'd be like, you're smoking crack cocaine. It's not happening. Um, but now it's something that I truly, truly love to do. Um, anyway, so I teach a rule of two in nutrition, which is at the grocery store, you pick two proteins, two starches, and two non-starchy vegetables. And during the week, you basically swap them around and create a bunch of different combinations. It's kind of like, um, what's that game? No, it's like a magician's game where they like put something under the cups and they're just like swapping them around. That's basically what you're doing with the rule of two. So if the two proteins were like salmon and chicken, broccoli and carrots, uh, protein and rice, or potatoes and rice, maybe one night you make a chicken and rice broccoli stir fry. And the next night you have salmon with honey roasted carrots and roasted potatoes. And the next night you make air fryer chicken tenders and broccoli and potatoes and or like, you know, air fryer french fries. And each night you're using the sauces and the spices and the staple pantry staples you keep at home to just switch up your meals, right? So that you're getting in variety but also not being extravagant and having 10 ingredient meals that take 10 hours to cook. Keeping it simple also saves you money. And if you can save time and money in one go, like let's do it. Also things like snack packs, having your go-to recipes that take five to 10 minutes, all of the things that are simple, they're not fancy, but they get the job done, they taste great and you don't spend a bunch of time in the kitchen are like a win-win. Having a recipe index is helpful, like the ones my girls have in nutrition to get inspo and ideas and, you know, simple, you know, simply just add recipes straight to their planner. That's fine. And that's great. I mean, I will say nutrition's meal planner is amazing, but like good old Pinterest and Google can work for you too. Might take a little longer, but it's not time consuming. And also too, if you like Something I'm always having my girls do because in the program, in phase one, it's all about mindset. The first seven days of the program, we were doing like the deep dive. It's like guided therapy. And one of the trainings is creating new beliefs about your weight loss and how we challenge what we think about weight loss. And we examine it in our hands and we just ask, like, is this true? Like, Is this even true? And so a great thing you can start to do when you start to say that things are time consuming, like planning meals is time consuming or, you know, um, you know, making a few recipes to have on lunch for a few days is time consuming. Ask yourself, okay, is this really true? How much time is this really going to take? Okay, planning my meals. If I sit down, you know, I'm undistracted for five minutes could I plan my meals for the next couple of days or at least tomorrow? Can I plan tomorrow today? And it's like, yeah, I could actually do that pretty quickly. And then you start to ask questions like, um, you know, okay, if I use Chantel's rule of two and I just get two proteins and two non-starchy vegetables and, and two starches, how long will it really take me to make a meal or two? And it's like maybe an hour. Okay. But if if that hour gets me like two or three extra lunches for the week and I save that time in the kitchen or driving to, um, you know, a fast food spot or even thinking about what I want to eat, it will take a lot of mental, you know, energy off me. 
is that really time consuming? It's like, no, I can, I can freaking breeze by an hour on TikTok. It's like, I can do this for an hour. And so taking time to just examine your, you know, your thoughts objectively is so important. So take some time, plan tomorrow today, plan your meals the night before, and you simply honor it the next day. Even if you aren't cooking anything at home, even if like your, your plan for tomorrow is like Chick-fil-A, 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 have your exact order out, have what you're going to drink. You know, if you are cooking, like, what are you cooking? What little staple items will you use at home? And then if you have those, can you type that into Google? Like you pick chicken and carrots and rice, like chicken, carrot and rice recipe, like on <laughs> Google, pick the, the simplest one. Like these things truly do not take a lot of time. It's just the idea of getting started can sometimes feel overwhelming. Okay. So anyway, chicken nugget number three is to adopt the a la carte style. This one was my favorite tip in my early prepping days. I am someone who just cannot prep like actual meals out on a Sunday and then eat them for the week. I also think that's like a very dated idea of meal prep. Like it's so 2012. <laughs> I don't think most people prep like that anymore. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think I see many people as much just like prepping every single thing they're going to eat for the week on a Sunday. Like maybe there are people who do that, but <laughs> it's like a lot of people in sheet nutrition. I don't know. But I think a better way is to keep buildable food items on hand. So what I like to do is prep a bunch of seasoned chicken out. Also, like what I like to do then, back in my early prep days, is what I would do is like I would prep a bunch of seasoned chicken. And then like through the week, depending on what I wanted that day, I would make a quick salad. I would make a quick wrap, maybe make a steamer bag of vegetables and rice and then just warm the chicken up. Maybe add some little, you know, little toppings on the side or whatever or I would like prep and slice a bunch of vegetables or or roast or cook vegetables especially like potatoes so that if I wanted to order a protein or I wanted to pick something up or I just wanted to cook the protein and I didn't want to have to worry about the sides then it was just the protein and I'd have seasoned tasty vegetables ready to be warmed up right in my fridge this is also go the same way for like snacks too having things pre-portioned and ready to pick up and eaten on the go like things like that having your pre-portioned nuts or pre-portioned yogurts you know so you just pick them up and decide what toppings you want to throw in there sometimes you the point of this is like sometimes you don't have to do all of the steps you just have to take care of a big step make it easier on your future self to make a healthier decision. Like, how can I make it easier for Thursday Chantel, who's, you know, slammed with the week, she's busy, she's fighting for her life, trying to get to Friday. How can I make it easier on her to make a slightly better eating decision? How can I give her an opportunity to say, you know what, I choose this. Sometimes you'll look at that prep chicken or the shrimp or whatever and be like, mm, no. <laughs> Other times you'll be like, you know what? I could do this. This actually sounds kind of good. Once I get it warmed up and I smell it, it's like, okay, cool. I can eat this. And that's what it's about. Allowing for the opportunity to make a decision and then just trying to make more of those more often. Not every single time, not being perfect, just more often. This is what we call stacking our wins in nutrition and on this podcast. So I hope today was helpful. To recap, the chicken nuggets really quick. Chicken nugget number one, you don't have to cook if you don't want to. Very simple. 
you just plan what you're going to eat because you cooking has nothing to do with your weight loss. You overeating has everything to do with your weight loss. So if you don't overeat, even if you don't cook, you can lose weight, hit your goals. Chicken nugget number two, keep it simple. Simple equals faster, plus saving more money. And when you can stack those wins on top of each other, it makes wanting to cook or wanting to make quick recipes or wanting to prep ahead a little easier. And then three, adopt the a la carte style. Take a big step off your plate of take a big step off the plate of your future self. Make it easier on your Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Chantel, to make an easier decision and to stack your wins that way. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. If it was, I hope you send it to someone who needs to hear this. This is how we grow and this is how we also help more women lose their weight for the last time. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.